this episode of every Aussie number one song ever. Hey, we're back. Thanks for joining in. Great to be here. 1955 is where we're heading. We chat Uncle Buck, Power Metal, and Mumbo, the clothing brand. Let's go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1, 1, 1. G'day, g'day. Welcome to the 17th episode of every Aussie number one song ever. The first episode for 2021. We've got the regulars back. Matty Doc and Jimmy Keefe. Nice of you to return, gents. Our uh, listeners will be chuffed. No doubt you've had plenty of offers elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, not as such. <laughs> uh, nah, good to be back. Yeah, no, thanks. Thanks for rejoining. Uh, big shout out to the those lovable and loyal army of listeners out there. Appreciate your ears anytime you get a chance. Uh, I thought we'd start with a quick bit of recent chart news, uh, albeit the ARIA album charts. I don't know if you heard this, fellas, but a kid's album topped the album charts for the first time ever. Uh, In early Australia? Feb. In Australia, yeah. A kid's album? Yeah, Bluey. Bluey the album. Right. Debuted at number one, first ever kid's album. Um, I thought it was... Surely the Wiggles or someone had got number one before, but yeah, the Wiggles and High Five both got to number three apparently at one stage. But yeah, right. I would have thought they had their own sort of I don't know genre. I know it's yeah, give them an area and in under the kids section, that's all fair enough. But I thought they would have <laughs> not been kids chart. Yeah, kids chart. Yeah. I wonder how much streaming has to do with that to mix it up. That it's easy to I don't know stream a whole album, just put mm-hmm. it on and let them go nuts. Yeah. Possibly, yeah, yeah, true. Although I did think the definition of uh, a kid's album might need to uh, be clarified as the album the week before Bluey was uh, Illy, The Space Between Us. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I suppose they put that on for their kids as well. And... <laughs> kids these days. Yeah, it's good to be back. Hey, uh, so this episode we're heading to 1955. Uh, here's a few items of interest from that year. Dame Edna Everidge made her stage debut. Australia won the Davis Cup. Scrabble was discovered. Just discovered. What they dug it up? I'm pretty sure that's what. Wasn't it the yeah the ancient Scrabble board or whatever was found? <laughs> and the following musicians were born: Paul Kelly, Tommy Emmanuel, and Wilbur Wild. Hey, hey, it's Sunday fame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big Wilbur. Uh, big acts, big musical acts of the time included Bill Haley and his Comets, and Nat King Cole, Dean Martin. And the Hilltop Hoods. Oh. Jeez, something, something has happened to him over Christmas period. He, he's lost. <laughs> 1955, uh, that's an uh, autobiographical. Yeah. 
Definitely concerned. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but for this episode, sitting at the top of the singles chart on April the 2nd, 1955, is the Cordettes with Mr. Sandman. Uh, were you familiar with this tune, gents, before your research? Uh, no, straight into the uh, thumb click once it come on and, and mm. it uh, takes you instantly takes you into some sort of movie. I'd imagine it's quite been sampled for ads and movies and various things. So, but very similar. Like I'd, I'd imagine that genre of style of music would probably seem pretty similar anyway, but yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, you was all, too sure? No, all new to me. I don't think I'd heard it. And it was probably when you see, you know, the song from 1955, I don't know you have a thought in your head, but that was was interesting. Listen, maybe a little bit had a bit more music in the background. Like I think some of the other ones, it's more just like oh, I forget what one we did, but you know, it's a slow singing, um, slow song. Whereas this was a little bit more upbeat than I was probably uh, expecting when I put it on. Al Jolson, you might have been thinking of. Yeah, to Alan Jolson. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just expected it to be that slow monotone thing. But um, yeah, it was a bit more upbeat than I was expecting. Oh, sounds sounds good, positive. Um, yep. Yeah, there's there's been uh, any number of versions of the tune over the years, but the Cordettes is probably the one you know. Uh, so we're going to hear more about them now. Uh, this all female singing quartet. Uh, the Cordettes formed in 1946 in the town of Sheboygan, Wisconsin, USA. Uh, there's a long list of notable people from Sheboygan on Wikipedia, <laughs> but I did not recognise. Is that where Maybelline was invented? Anyone else? <laughs> uh, not that I know of. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe she, maybe she, I don't know. What's that? How do you pronounce it? Maybe she. Maybe she Boygan. <laughs> Maybe she Boygan. Oh. Longbow. Uh, Sheboygan. Yeah. Sheboygan. Uh, they are friends at college, the original members, uh, and their names were Janet Bushman, Alice May Spielvogel, Dorothy Hummich Schwartz, and Ginny Osborne. They initially sang folk music, before switching to the barbershop harmony style. Apparently, Ginny Osborne's dad introduced them to this style of music as he was the president of the Society for the Preservation and Encouragement of Barbershop Quartet Singing in America, <laughs> otherwise known as Spebskusqua, <laughs> S-P-E-B-S-Q-S-A. <laughs> It does just roll off the tongue, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Still going. Spebsikar uh, from Sheboygan. It's <laughs> well done. Still going, that uh, society. So good to hear. And they, the fact that they were female in a, you know, a traditionally male style of singing garnered them immediate attention. And they initially performed locally before winning a competition on. Arthur Godfrey's Talent Scouts program in 1949 
well, I don't know if it was radio and or television, or maybe both, but it was conflicting reports there. Um, but uh, anyway, apparently on the show, talent scouts of Arthur's would bring in their new finds and pit them against one another. And yeah, that was the start of things for the Cordettes. Arthur featured them on his daily shows and it led to a record contract with Columbia Records. Uh, after a few singles and LPs and a bit of a rise in profile, there's a fellow named Archie Blair. He was the music director for the uh, radio show, Arthur Godfrey's. He, he decided to start a label and sign the Cordettes to Cadence Records in 1953. Archie also married one of the Cordettes, Janet, Janet Ertel. Uh, so, yeah, they were... Did you say Urkel? <laughs> Ertel. <laughs> and, yeah, their first single for Cadence Records and the biggest hit of their career would be this one, Mr. Sandman. Released in 1954. Yeah, let's, uh, for those Spotify users out there, we'll give it a spin now. Check it out. All right, Jimmy, Keith, you want to kick us off with uh, a few thoughts on the tune? What What did you find? So, um, yeah, what's the style you mentioned, what it's called? Barbershop? Barbershop. Barbershop Harmony. Yeah, cool. Well, that's definitely an old, old style. I don't even know if that... Uh... The vocal style. Yeah, the vocal style yeah. with the uh, backing vocals. You do see like some remixes or whatever online with them, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a good song. It hasn't blown me away or anything like that, but it's for for its time and, and genre. And I can just see like some sort of eerie movie where that's just playing on repeat the start of that or something, and it's just takes like it instantly takes you back to that era of of the forties and fifties. Uh, I would say so. Yeah, it's not bad. We'll, uh, we'll list a few, yeah, the movies and TV shows later. But uh, yeah, you're on the money there. Let's just say I do say that for every song every week. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'll just quickly point out that uh, the Cordettes weren't the first to record Mr. Salmon either. Uh, that honour goes to Vaughan Munro. Big Vaughny. <laughs> he included it as a B side on his single. Uh, He's the were, big fella. They were, <laughs> uh, yeah, only single. They were doing the mumbo. That was the A side. Mr. Seaman was the B side. And then Metallica covered it. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Did you just say the song was called "Doing the Mumbo"? They were doing the mumbo. Yeah. You familiar with that one? I've never heard of it, and yeah, that is an interesting <laughs> title. I'm sure how successful that was for Vaughan, but he's getting a shout out here, so good on him. Yeah, so Vaughan had done it, and by the time the Cordettes had reached number one, there were seven other artists with their own version of the track. <laughs> this was all within the year. Uh, but yeah, the Cordettes and the four aces were uh, recognised as the highest sellers. Matty Doc, what were your takeaways from the song? Initial takeaways. Yeah, so I think I was the same as Keith. It was um, probably not what I was expecting, but when you said about the barbershop, I couldn't work out which genre it was. And when you said barbershop, that is, you know, that sort of one. Um, there was, yeah, the bum, 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 
um, in there was obviously interesting, but the, probably the, the funniest bit of the song or the bit that I was like, oh, that is good, is at the minute 40 mark. Uh, I reckon I'll be able to guess what this yep, is. At the minute 40 mark, there's this bloke that goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously the same man, but yes, it's, that's the best bit. Uh, yeah, sort of, yeah. It feels like it's almost out of nowhere. They're just sort of seeing along, then you just hear the yes. It is pretty random, isn't it? Yep. It's actually the voice of uh, Archie Blair, the, the guy who married one of the Cordettes, uh, who signed them to the <laughs> Cadence Records. Hey. Uh, and he also did the knee slap percussion at the start. Talented man. <laughs> <laughs> the knee, knee slap. slapper and <laughs> yours. Yeah, yeah kind of. It was weird, though. Like, for the last verse, it just comes out. Yeah, a bit of a like novelty factor to it, Nelly, yeah. when, he, when he says that. Yep, totally. Yeah, it almost like, yeah, novelty factor for sure in that bit. Um, but yeah, the song was, yeah, probably defied my expectations when you, I don't know, sometimes when you see a 1950s one, it's a bit like, I don't know, when, when with most of the other episodes we've done, it's sort of like seems to be the 60s onwards is when music starts to be music as I would recognize it, I guess, like the Beatles onwards, it sort of starts to build up. But yeah, obviously. Yeah, this one um, mm. yeah, caught caught me a little bit off guard. You might do some deep diving there, Matty. Go back to the 50s. Yeah, that might be it. Down a rabbit hole. <laughs> um, yeah, that the start of the song is pretty iconic. Like, I'm surprised you didn't recognise it, Doc, like you haven't come across it before, but that bom, 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 bom. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah, and look. It actually... You could have could have heard it somewhere. Like it's just one of them ones I don't know, but um, yeah, it just didn't instantly ring a bell. Yeah, Keith, I don't know if you'll be able to help us, but is that a hard vocal? <laughs> like, <laughs> how hard is that to uh, get it sounding as good as they did? Um, it's probably just practice. I was I was thinking about it because I was like, maybe there's that time where you know, instruments and stuff aren't as readily available as going on and buying a, a guitar pack for a hundred bucks on, on eBay. So, you know, they're in that time where they're probably not that wealthy or whatever. And, and that was a readily available thing to go um, doing some of the uh, barbershop sort of backing um, melody or whatever of the, of the song. So, yeah, is it is it hard practice? I suppose if they they gel together, um, yeah, I sort of get their tones matching up. They're good to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good. Oh, it, it um, I don't know. It sounds like a Christmas song for me. I, I couldn't see any movies, Christmas movies, really featured in, but uh, it just felt like a Christmas song to me. I don't know why. I've never, yeah, I've that's never fair. played like, it. <laughs> If I had said like Mr. Santa or something, it would be one of the greatest Christmas songs ever. Oh, remix on its way. Bring me a gift. This could be a moneymaker, boys. What about lyrically? You familiar with Mr. Sandman, the uh, historical figure? Well, I just actually did a bit of looking up about it. Yeah, so the Sandman is, yeah, the uh, myth- mythical creature. So I sort of knew the, the bit about the, mythical. S- the sleep. Well, Al. Allegedly, I did see Peter Evans saying that he was real. So I'll just say that. 
may cure COVID too, from what Pete said. But the same, he doesn't man. believe in it, but he also will sell you how to how to get rid of it. Um, but yeah, so apparently, yeah, it uh, encourages sleep uh, and inspires beautiful dreams by sprinkling magical sand into people's eyes. That's how it does it. Mm, and sand. yeah, and I didn't realize. You know how you wake up and you have sleep in your eyes. Apparently that's the oh, yeah. that's him. Yep, that's him. It's it's uh yeah the so uh, he is real. The grit or sleep <laughs> in one's eyes uh, upon waking is the supposed result of the Sandman's work the previous night. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. So I think he is real. So every day you wake up and yeah, you've got that shit in your eyes. You bloody know what's happening. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't know them sort of facts. Yeah, interesting. Sand's not something you want in your eyes generally. Magical, Magical. sand, though. Oh yeah. yeah, Magical. Yeah. Is he? So I just sort of thought he was like the boogeyman or something. Is that not the route he's going down? You thought he was a bad dude. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was bad. But he's a good guy, is he? Well, you're back to your Metallica comment. That's probably where you, you know. Maybe yeah. Enter Sandman. Yeah, scary song. Mm. Makes him. Mm. So yeah, no, I can't can't <laughs> wait to get to sleep tonight. Really? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Just start going bomb, 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 bomb when you're on a sleep. That's how you attract him. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> Sandman Whisperer. <laughs> Three times. Yeah. Um, what about the lyrics? Any stick out to you there, fellas? Or... It's not really talking about sleep, really, though, is it? Like, I mean, it could be literal sleep, but it's... Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Oh, it's bung. Yeah, I I yeah. would say it's a bit... What's that? I thought it was like B-U-M, not B-U-N-G. Oh, mm. bung, bung, bung. It's probably... <laughs> yeah, I... If you... It's actually <laughs> the lyrics. The lyrics, though, are a bit uh, weirder, too, than I was thinking. Mr. Sandman, oh, yeah. bring me a dream. Make him, make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him the word that I'm not a rover. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah, I was about getting a bloke in the bed. Getting a bloke. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. if you read this in isolation, it sounds a bit sus. Sandman, I'm so alone. Like that's pretty. Mm. Yeah. I did read one uh, interpretation was you know it was a bit of a coming of age for a young woman. Yeah. In terms of sexuality uh, and fantasies, I don't, I don't know if I went that far, but yeah, obviously uh, trying to bring a man into her life. Uh, should note too that the other versions, like the four aces, a group of blokes, they, they swap the genders. Like it was a bit of a like a couple of previous ones with yeah, right. the covers. They flip the uh, <clears throat> make make her the cutest or make him the cutest, whatnot. The other bit, I've just looked this up. There's a line in there that says, give him a lonely heart like Pigalachi. Yeah, there's a couple of names referenced. So do you know what? I didn't know what. <laughs> that makes it even weirder. <laughs> Pigalachi is Italian for clown. Pigliacci. Oh, yeah. Pigli- it's not pig- Pigliacci, yeah, Pigliacci, yeah, Italian pronunciation, yeah, literal translation, clowns. I think it was from uh, from an opera or yeah, a show it was or from something. from an opera, right? yeah, but yeah. it's effectively saying, give him a lonely heart like a clown. 
<laughs> so, yeah. how, many clowns, how many clowns you see married? Well, that would be a good wedding to go to. <laughs> Imagine them getting out of the car and there's all like the bridal party in this little... <laughs> 50 of them did it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're very good. Yeah, Pagliacci and uh, Liberace get to mention. Yeah, straight after the boys. That. Wavy hair like Liberace. He's from Wisconsin too. There you go. <laughs> Liberace. <laughs> layers. There is layers too. Liberace this. or Pagliacci or whatever his name. <laughs> Pag is. I don't know where Pag's from. He might be Mr. Sandman. I think it's an Italian. Mythical. Italian. Oh, yeah, Italian. They always say that's the Wisconsin of Europe. So. <laughs> Have you been to Rome lately? <laughs> well, yeah, apparently it's a Wisconsin of Europe. <laughs> What's the Sheboygan of Europe? <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> well, the... uh... Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's uh, one other one too that I read about Scott Layers, uh, one of the first in the first uh, in the intro a bit. Give give him two lips like roses and clover. Two lips. What does that sound like? Two two oh, lips. lips. Give him two lips like roses and clover. Mm, apparently that was a nice play on words. Yeah, very sharp. Yeah. Kendrick would like, be happy with that because I, I guess. Like, think of that play on words. That's, like, quite a good one. And then think of the shit that we've got to. Like, I'm just thinking, like, the June Rats ones and their little play on words. Like, we've come a long way, haven't we? <laughs> Oi, what, have you got an example of the journeys? Oh, there was the Scott Green song. <laughs> Talented. And that sort of one, like, you know, very sharp. We've really come a long way as a race. Uh, bung, 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 bung. I can tell you it was written by a fella named Pat Ballard. Um, and the song's license is Oh, was that a fella? I... Paul... Oh, actually, good point. Was it a lady? I just I read it as Pat being it was sort of a, from a female spectrum. I just presumed it was a female, but that was... Common, um, um, common um, girl's name for the era too. Hmm. No, nah, he, he was born... Yeah, he was born in Troy, Pennsylvania. Which I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Troy might be the um, Paris of Pennsylvania, I think. <laughs> oh, dear me. Uh, <laughs> yes. Anyway, he was uh, born Francis Drake Ballard. Sounds like a lot cooler name than Pat, but anyway, he went with Pat. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the song's licensed, currently owned by Paul McCartney's publishing company. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, as we've hinted at, it's featured on quite a few movies and TV shows over the years. Still to this day, I think it pops up pretty regularly. Uh, a few examples: uh, Halloween, the horror horror series. There, Keith, you, this might be a creepy sort of one. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed uh, it, but <laughs> uh, Deadpool, the movie. Oh yeah, uh, Doctor Who, TV shows, House, the show. And of course, Uncle Buck. Yeah, the classic. Big Uncle Buck. John Candy. John Candy. I was, yeah, I nearly said Chevy Chase, but that would have been wrong. <laughs> John Candy. Uh, 
it was the seventh biggest song in Australia for the year. And yeah, it was inducted to the Grammy Hall of Fame in 2002 and named as one of the songs of last century by the Recording Industry Association of America. So it's got a pretty good legacy, you'd say. Yeah, bloody nice. Anyway, we might give it a verdict here. <laughs> Would it rate as one of your songs of the last century? Uh, Doc, you want to kick it off? Yeah. Now, out of 10. Oh, yeah, yep, fair. Um, oh, look, yeah, it's a hard one to say. I'll probably say a, a five or a six, I think, for me. Yeah, like um, oh. <laughs> every time. <laughs> Uh, look, I'll go with six because it did take me by surprise. I've only listened to it a couple of times. Like, I don't think it would be one of the ones. I'm sure if I listened to it five or ten times, I'd probably be over it. But, um, yeah, the uh, caught off guard factor gives it a six for me. <laughs> caught off guard factor. Yeah, that was a bonus Very point. Nice. That's uh, If any of the bands are listening out there, <laughs> that's what you... <laughs> I'll give you a few extra points. That's how you can tell us. <laughs> Uh, Keith, you want to go next? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for the for the time and genre, I can see why it's got a bit of. I don't know I've I've heard it a lot, so um, it's obviously obviously stood the, stood the test of time with uh, some of the larger artists being on Paul McCartney's mm. um, list or whatever. So. I'll uh, yeah, similar score to Matt. I'll I'll give it a five, and uh, hopefully start me season off a bit better. <laughs> Excellent. I'm going to go a six as well. Uh, I quite like. I like really like the intro, and then I just I would have preferred it to stay a bit sort of lullabyish instead of the full band sort of coming in, but. Uh, the intro alone is probably worth five. Bung, 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 bung. Yeah. Well played. Well done, Cordettes. A few more facts about the Cordettes now. Uh, throughout the 50s and early 60s, they remained highly popular. Touring, performing on TV, uh, performing for presidents, and recording songs for movie and TV soundtracks. Uh, for example, they had a minor hit with the theme song for Zorro, the TV series. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, aside from Mr. Sandman and, uh, well, Zorro maybe, but their, their second biggest hit came in 1958. I reckon you'll know this one, gents. Uh, Lollipop. Ah. Lolly, lollipop. Is that them too? Oh, was it? Yeah, right. Lollipop. Yeah. Lollipop. <laughs> is that the same bloke? Yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't check that actually. It probably is. Oh, yeah. That's his claim to fame. Yeah. <laughs> or, or should I say, yes. <laughs> uh, only reached number 15 in Australia, but uh, yeah. Wow. It still stands a test of time, do that pops up. Yeah, I'd, I'd have yeah. to rate that higher than, than Mr. Sandman. Ooh. Yeah. Big Candy fan. That's a great song. 
Uh, uh, the Cordettes disbanded in 1963 after 17 years. Uh, and throughout that time, they had nine different members come and go. A bit of a rotating lineup. Uh, there is quite a fantastic power metal cover of Mr. Sandman <laughs> <laughs> by uh, the veteran German rockers Blind Guardian. Uh, unfortunately, it's not on Spotify, otherwise I would have played it. Uh, but I might play the video for the boys now and I encourage you to look it up on YouTube. It is pretty funny. Yeah, veteran German rockers. Um, that's always a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't name a German rocker. <laughs> Where's Ramstein from? Yeah, that, that was the only one I could think of. Oh, that's Ooh. creepy. <laughs> Kids would not sleep after that. I won't sleep uh, after that. Yeah. It's pretty uh, full on, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I didn't know where it was going at the start. I was like, oh, yeah, this is a bit shit. But then uh, get outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well worth a look. The spinning drum stage was definitely probably. <laughs> yeah. Just maybe not before bedtime, but uh, well worth checking yeah. out. I'll double check on Spotify, but I don't think it's there. Um, and lastly... The infamous Google search. What do you think you have to type in to get the Cordettes to be the top result? Two letters. Two. Nah. No, you're going to have the. So you're going to get the. So yeah. you're being oh, you with the. You can't the. And then yeah. the C. Um, C-H-O. I'll go. I'll get to the O. Well, I, Close. I would have thought you could type in Mr. Sandman. But anyway. Oh, um, yeah. If we're doing names of the artist, mm. the Cordettes, um, yeah, you're probably on the money. Could be a few <laughs> more though. It's the R as well, the core. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. It was I don't know the Chosen or something came up, <laughs> a movie or a show or something. I didn't know it. The Chosen one. Watch. All right. Now, it's the first chart watch of the year. Are you ready, Doc? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Excellent. All right, let's crack into it. So, yeah, Mr. Sandman was at at number one, as we've obviously said. Number two was I Need You Now by Eddie Fisher. And probably a couple of things, and I might need some clarification on this. There's quite a few songs in here that have the multiple artists. Obviously, you've been... Recorded mm. similar to this one with the eight, the four eights and the cordettes, but there's quite a few of them that have the, the multiple versions. But the couple that I just wanted to check was number four. Or well, number five is is a song called Papa Loves Mumbo by <laughs> Nat King Cole and Johnny Ray. And then the next song is called Mumbo Italiano at number six. Now, what is the cult? Well, I guess. Two two questions. What is the fascination with Mumbo back in that time? I think you said earlier that one of their the A side was something yeah. about Mumbo. They were doing the Mumbo. Yeah, so that must have been a big thing. But then Mumbo Italiano wasn't that a bloody <laughs> song recently? It was a techno a uh, yeah. dance song. Yeah, probably the sample. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing. But yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. I think Mumbo. Um, I just yeah, Mumbo is a uh, Latin American dance. 
resembling the Roomba, derived the Roomba. derived from the ritual dance of voodoo. Ooh, interesting. The mumbo. Remember, it is uh, poo shooter in that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> classic Aussie brand. <laughs> yeah, that's they still count. Mambo. Mambo, yeah. yeah oh, probably are. Mambo. You can get it. I think I was like Googling it for like a Christmas present. Like a... <laughs> it's got to get me brother one. <laughs> uh, not bad, not bad. Um, so like a lot of these songs, Songs on the charts don't make um uh, don't don't stand out to me. Um, but a couple of notable ones with names is yeah the um once again number eight was count your blessings instead of sheep. So another song about sleep. You'd imagine must have been a big thing back in the day. Eddie Fisher again. That is yeah Eddie Big Edward. Yeah, he loves it. Um and then number thirteen is Alexander's Ragtime Band by Johnny Ray. Mm. Yeah. Good old um, Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah, but they were probably the only ones that, that stuck out. And, yeah, then otherwise you've just got, I think, like you said, the big artists of the time, like Nat King Cole's in there about six times. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Dean Martin's in there a couple of times. Jonathan Ray a couple of times. <laughs> like there's a couple of, um, you know, obviously the the big the mm. big artists were. The, Sammy Davis you know, Jr. Massively, yeah. Yeah, Samuel. He's in there. Yeah. Um, I think George Clooney's mum's in there, Rosemary Clooney at number 10. <laughs> uh, you see, um, the old Mumbo Italiano is at number two next week, too. Yeah. Nice. Hey, Mumbo. So, yeah, we assume it's that song. Or, yeah, I'm guessing it is. But, um, yeah, they were the, they were the, the ones that noted, um, noting we only have a top 20 back in. Um, Back in them days, I think from the yeah, infamous uh, chart book. Kenty. Yep. Mm. You haven't uh, heard any more out of him? <laughs> no, I haven't. Shout out if he's listening. Uh, I think Mumbo stopped at number two. Mr. Sandman kept him, uh, kept it out of there. Kept it out of the yeah, top It was a big popular. Do you know how many weeks Mr. Sandman was number one for? It looks like one, two, three, four... Four, four weeks. Okay, yeah, mm. that'd be about right. It was. Uh, I thought it seventh was. of the year, wasn't it? Seventh best song of the year. Yeah, yeah. let me go, lover. Took over on the thirtieth of April. Joan Webster and Teresa Bout Brewer. Mm. Yeah, I don't really recognise any of the songs either. I'm sure yeah. if we listened to a few, we, we'd uh, we'd hear a couple we know, but. Totally. And yeah, that Mambo Italiano, like you probably have ones that you're like, oh, that's a, you know, um, used in another more modern song or whatever mm. too. Um, it sticks out from. Number 18 is an interesting looking one too. The Naughty Lady of Shady Lane. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, of interest. Might be testing the, uh, testing the waters of what you can get away with back then. Yeah, true. Yes, things are yeah, not as um, out there back in the day. Well, I think even this song, Mr. Sandman, was uh... a bit raunchy. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, I, I would imagine just even the music, like back in them days, they were so, what would you say, um, oh, no quiet or so, yeah, 
reserved. Like even the music's is a little bit out there, I reckon. Um, so mm. yeah, yeah. Because I'm probably thinking back to um, you know, like we'll talk about the the other songs we've had. It's almost like bordering on sort of the church, like it's a move from church sort of songs and music into the mainstream. And yeah, this probably doesn't fit that narrative. I wouldn't have thought. And it's probably in that crossover period that you end up, you know, in the next the next um, decade being into the Beatles and, and it rolls on from there. Yeah, it did, I did read um, 1955 was a big year for rock and all roll. It started to uh, yeah, really yep. come into uh, popularity. Bill Haley, for example, Rock Around the Clock. Oh, good one. Mm. Yep, yeah, not bad. Oh, William Haley. <laughs> yeah, all right. Thanks, Doc. It's a pleasure. Good stuff, Doc. Yeah, yeah next, 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 please. It's uh, now time for the random date. Everyone's favourite segment, isn't it? It is Everybody's. Definitely. Everybody's. Rig it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can feel it's going to be good. It yeah, is going to be a good uh, one. Drum roll. Can we put the sound on so we can hear the... Here we go. Get date. Ooh. Oh. Okay. I think it was Lady Gaga, 2008. Pretty close. I reckon she was around there. This could be yes. our first double up, isn't it? face was 2008. But it could same be the same. Date. What did it say? 5th of December. I reckon it, it could, could be... be. Uh, yeah. uh, Do it again. It's gonna be a shit episode for everyone next week. Next time. Just, no, we put on. Replay. No, we just move in the old mate next guy. No. <laughs> Dude, Dude, we're we're star. Star. No. Dude, let's we're... roll. Roll the date again. Here we go. Again. Oh, okay. Even more Ooh. recent. We're going. Oh, nice. Uh, Ten fourteen this time. Uh, it is June twenty eighth. So of all the dates. We have got 16 episodes in and we've already hit a double up. That is pretty mm. good of all the dates in the world. Mm. That would be uh, the algorithm that knows I like 2008 yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, where true. are we? June 28. Oh, <laughs> pretty obviously that one. Looks like a massive oh. hit of the year. Oh, dear. Oh, wow. I cannot uh, think of how that goes, but I'm new... not holding. We need a new number generator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, the one underneath or the two underneath wouldn't have done me any better. It's an Aussie, <laughs> Aussie band or group. Mm. Sort of, group. yeah. Um, I've, I've heard the name. Mm. Yep, definitely. I couldn't. We've probably heard the song. Yeah, well, the title is a, f- is a famous song. Uh, well, they, I, were these guys something to do with like X Factor or one of them sort of things? Mm. Oh, possibly. Maybe. That's my guess. Achieved moderate success. Oh, yeah. There you go. Australia's got talent. You won't give away too much, but those who know will probably know. Join the dots. (laughs) You know, you know. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. uh, Are you listening to it, Keith? No, do you want me to? Give us a. Did I look like I was in pain? Yeah, uh, let's see. They've uh, 
It's not their only number one. I'll say that. Mm. No, no. Wow. Really... Yeah, all right. All that time's platinum. Yeah, it's a big hit, obviously. Um, you familiar? I don't want to give away too much, but you... <laughs> Sorry. I just saw a little fact about it there. Why is that mentioned? <laughs> Here's a hint for all your listeners out there. Uh, the song was played during the 2015 Cricket World Cup when Kane Williamson got out in the semi-final of New Zealand versus South Africa. I'm not sure of the significance. Don't give it away. But usually that song would be like almost like they've lost the game or something, but they obviously won that one. So it, Did they? Uh, yeah, anyway. Oh, they made the final against Australia oh, that year. I'm pretty sure it would have been, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah, I, I thought it would nearly have to it's be. It's a famous uh, song, an old song too. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever will be, will be. Dun, dun, features uh, mm-hmm. in, in the lyrics. Whatever will be, will be. I don't know if it samples that or not. But... Probably does, I don't know. All right, well. Why well, forget our youth correspondent back on if uh, Libby's around? Yes, that. Uh... Um, this is going to sound crazy. Is she too young for that? <laughs> yeah. It's all we got, too... mate. We got. A... Yeah, she, she might be too young. It's the only young person to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stretch. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that is. I still reckon that is a great write-up. The song was played during the World Cup. Well done. We'll delve into that next. Uh, yeah, next time. Maybe, maybe we could get Kane Williamson on. <laughs> Relive the moment. Do it. Uh, all right. You might even be able to find it on YouTube. The clip. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, play the damn song. All right. It's that time of the episode where we play the song. And Keith, you're uh, you've been vocally trained a little. You're gonna try and teach Maddie Doc and I to uh, do our own rendition. Yeah, I think it's uh, pretty pretty plausible and uh, our only option, considering the uh, vinyl didn't arrive in time. So yeah, ambitious. Um, but... You guys can pronounce the word "bung," can't you? <laughs> Bunge. We'll give it a shot. Yeah, no. Nice. So I'll get th- I'll get three. Yeah, no, there's no G, no J. <laughs> so I'll get three three bungs off Maddie Doc. Bung 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 bung. What was that for? Bung 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 bung. <laughs> four. <laughs> you did. I was just copying you, mate. Uh, you did four. Yeah, good. That was perfect. Teddy, what do you got for me? Bung 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 bung. Yeah. All right. That's not too bad. I'll we'll try That's and um, good, it? yeah, we'll try and put them together. I'll I'll uh, I'll count you in. Okay. A one, two, a one, two, three, and you just come in on the three. Bang, all right. Bang. A bong, oh. bong, bong, bong. bong. One, two, a one, two, bang, three. Bong, 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 all right, hang on. There's not ideal. I did actually get the other half of the package here. You boys can have some. Oh, Mr. Sandman, magic sand. Oh, sprinkle a bit in your eyes. Oh, okay. Did say it feels it pretty help. special. It does. It's very fine. Mm, it's quite. That is very fine. It is fine. Sprinkle it in your eyes. So you put it in your eyes. Put it 
that's what the song reckons. Mm, okay. Yeah, good stuff. Oof. Yeah. It's, uh, so we'll get back into the bungs. Meant to, uh, oh, yeah, sting a bit. Oh. I don't think so. Oh, boy. Uh, can you say anything, Doc? I cannot say oh, shit. Oh, oh, no, it's chilly. Ah, it's it's not easing up. It's what? It's, pardon? Oh. <laughs> Goodness me. Key for you, dog. I, I gotta get some water. Get the optometrist. <laughs> oh my goodness. Need milk. Righto. Oh. Better, uh, better put what my eyes on for the uh, Spotify users. I'm blind. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. <laughs> oh. You're still here. Wow. Well done. You made it to the end. Thanks for listening. If you want to link up via the socials, search for every Aussie number one song ever on Facebook and Instagram, or chuck us an email at everyoznno1 at gmail.com. That's every A-U-S-N-O and the number one at gmail.com. We would love to hear any anecdotes or facts and figures about the songs and artists. Cheers.